Welcome to Flip the Score. I'm Alex. I'm Andrew, who's very upset. I'm Josh, who's very disappointed. And tonight we're going to talk about the EA Play live events. Talk about how Cyberpunk 2077 got another delay. Uh, Pokemon Snap. And some Lego Super Mario sets, along with Andrew's dumb frustrations with Sony. But before we get there, why don't we talk about some games that we've been playing. And I'll start because I haven't really played much. I played a little bit of Final Fantasy VII, and that's it. Because I've been just kind of taking it easy. I've been just listening to a lot of stuff about The Last of Us, just getting myself mentally prepared for The Last of Us 2. Because everybody just keeps saying it's very emotionally... Mm-hmm. It's, an emo- it's an emotional game. It's very heavy. Yes. It takes a lot out of you. So I'm like just emotionally yep. preparing myself for what I'm probably going to see. Uh, mm-hmm. But Final Fantasy VII, um, I kind of wanted to play a little bit of that to kind of compare it to the um, Dragon Quest that I was messing around with. Um, I much more prefer um, JRPGs with the type of combat that Final Fantasy VII has, which is just being able to attack. Um and then being able to cast spells if you want, use items, and it's not turn-based as much. Um, kind of makes me enjoy the entire um, rigmarole of going through menus and finding different spells and stuff. Um, the, the combat's pretty interesting. Uh, it's, it's like, a, you know, for instance, Cloud is your main character, and he has a buster sword, a giant sword. And he has two stances. One is Operator, one is Punisher. One's uh, slow, heavy attacks, and one is light, fast attacks. You switch between those, uh, deals different damage, different enemies. Uh, but you can switch to anybody in your party, and you, there's the same thing you can do. Uh, there's a, usually a charge up maneuver, which is triangle. It's like a big, uh, you know, like a big combo. Uh, and then yeah. there's square, which is just the regular attack. And then with each one, they have their own abilities, their own uh, skills, um, their own spells that they use. Uh, there's there's summons, which are uh, I don't even know what they are. For for instance, a summons is like the one I have is Ifrit. It's like this giant demon devil thing. Uh, he comes out and he just does a bunch of attacks. And you can also um, give him commands of his special abilities too. Uh, I I fought this giant. Um, I so I went to this reactor. So the entire plot of Final Fantasy VII has a lot to do with uh, eco- ecological terrorism destroying a company that's destroying the planet. Well, I'm inside this reactor of one of the plants and I'm uh, trying to, you know, plant a bomb, but then the, whoa, God. And then, but then the uh, main evil guy, his name is, I don't know what, I don't really know what his name is. I wasn't paying attention, but um, he works for Shenra, which is the company uh, that they're infiltrating and trying to destroy. And uh, he traps you inside. So you can't, instead of like going through a front door, you have to climb back up to get out again. So you do that, but you have to. But you're doing it through these doors, and it's like level per level. And on each level is a, I don't know, it's like a fight room, and there's a key card. Um, it, during the moments that you're trapped inside the reactor, you are yeah. told that. There's uh, a gi- yes. Real quick, nope. uh, just that secret code, right? From yes. it was EA Play Live. Uh huh. Okay, just making sure. Yes, yes, yes. That's loose. Sorry, I got. continue. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but each room is a fight room where you have to. Uh, take on a couple of uh, human enemies. Once you're done killing them, you have to find a key card, which is always out in the open. Uh, it's really easy to see. And then you can use that to deactivate 
certain portions of this thing called the Airbuster, which is just a giant robot. So, for instance, I took off a bunch of these giant, uh, like, homing missiles, and I took them out, and I was able to go and collect them at the end of the, all this and put them into my party, so I was able to use them against him. So it kind of made his attacks a little bit weaker and made him use less of his skills and abilities, which is actually really, really cool. Um, but on each one, you you only find one key card as opposed to the first level has two computers, and then there's three, four, and five. So you have to just keep going to each one, find out what they are, and figure out whatever one you want. Uh, that boss battle was really, really cool. Uh, it just starts out in the ground, and then it breaks out into another stage where you're outside on a balcony, on like a um, like a walkway, and he's, you know, kind of off, not off screen, but far away, and he kind of comes in and does damage, and you use your ranged guys, and it was a really cool, um, really cool boss battle. Uh, I'm not gonna touch that for a while because Last of Us is gonna take most of my time, but that's really all I've been playing. Josh, what you been playing? Uh, I, as well, have not been playing that much. Um, really, all I've done in the past week, I finished the single-player portion of Star Wars Battlefront 2. Ooh, how um, was that? It was, in, it was enjoyable. It didn't last very long. No. I'd say the whole came... I, I guess in, I think, 2018, they released a kind of little expansion to a single-player called Star Wars Resurrection, and it kind of just tied up the loose ends that were left from the main story. Okay. And if you combine that with the main story, I'd say you're looking at between six or seven hours. Oh. And it it, okay. it wasn't very long at all. Um, I, I didn't I did enjoy it, but I it left me wanting, which it seems like a lot of you know it seems like that's all EA does now is just leave me wanting. <sighs> that's the truth. Uh, and other than that, I just you know been doing a bunch of other stuff, uh, not gaming related. So. It's, yeah. Yeah. All right, Andrew, you got anything? Or are you the same way as us? Yeah, you know, I was just playing this fucking EA uh, game where you gotta, you know, wait for fucking five hundred hours to get apparently a five dollar <laughs> free fucking game. Um, great gameplay on this. You know, you type in stuff, do you leave, you come back, and it says you gotta wait longer. Awesome, um, fantastic. Yeah. So anyway, I jumped on PC to try it instead of my phone, and I got in really quick. So hmm. um, that's good. All right. So other than that, uh, I've Andrew, been playing. Andrew, yeah. I'm waiting for you to. I'm waiting for the queue to go down, and it's going to go. We're sorry. We're all out of digital games. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I was able to get on PC and enter the code. So awesome. Um, the so when you go onto it, it gives you a list of like all these EA games. You got to pick the one you want for free. What games are there? And so. I mean, they're all EA games, and obviously I looked at all of them, and I was like, these are kind of all fucking shit. Okay. Um, but let me go back. Let's see. Player.gg slash Okay. All right, so I'm going to read you these games. Okay. So, A Way Out, Battlefield 1, uh, Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, Battlefield 5, Battlefield Hardline, <laughs> uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered, Dead Space 3, Dragon Age Inquisition, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Need for Speed. I can't tell which one this is. Yeah, no one um, Yeah, Need for Speed Heat, Need for Speed Most Wanted, Need for Speed Payback, Need for Speed Rivals, <laughs> Plants vs. Zombies, Battle of yeah. Battle Four Neighborville, uh, Sims Fours. <laughs> Sea of Solitude. It's supposed to be it's it's Neighborville, what? not Naperville. 
I said Naperville. Oh, I thought oh, you said I, Naperville. I, yeah, no, it's not no, like I it's said like like Naperville, Illinois. Yeah, no, no, I said Naperville. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Sims Four: Sea of Solitude, Titanfall Two, Unravel, Unravel Two. I looked at all those games and said the only game I even give a modicum of shit about is Mass Effect Andromeda. So that's the game I picked. I'll get it for free on PC if if I get it. I I would have I would have taken Need for Speed Heat. That's the newest Need for Speed. Sure, but I, it's it's a Need for Speed game. I yeah, <laughs> really cared about Need sure. for Speed. Um. So other than, than this fantastic two out of ten game on EI, EI I've been playing. Um. I've been playing uh Medieval on PS4. So it is the remake of the game that came out, and I believe it was like 1999. I think it came out. Um, and you play as Sir Daniel Fortescue, um, who is just a skeleton with armor and shit on, and it is a, I remember playing the demo of this back when I was a kid, and finding it very difficult, but I was also, you know, nine or ten years old and not very good at games, um, but now, you know, they, they cleared it up, it's, there's, you don't have like a fog of war around the whole map you're on. And it's it's colorful, has a very obviously Halloween theme to it, and um, it's just a very I don't want to call it a platformer because there's not a whole lot of, like jumping on the platforms. It's just like a very much go through the level and just hack and slash these enemies. But it is very much a the enemies are there and you're attacking them and they're attacking you, and it's it's hard to like not get hit, which is why you get like a ton of health. You have like so far, I'm like a couple hours in the game. I have five health bars, um, and once you lose one, just it gets refilled, um, and then you can refill those health bars if you find this like glowing green spot, and you you just stand on it and gives you your health back. But it's just a game I've been playing to kind of bide time until tonight when Last of Us comes out. I'm enjoying it. Probably won't finish it. Who knows? Maybe I will if I ever get bored sometime. But other than that. Not a whole lot else. You guys there? Uh, I'm here. Okay. Alex? Did we lose him? Says he's here. How's your cue? Okay, there's going to be a small delay in audio because uh, I dropped the call, so uh, we're back. So anyways, uh, like I said, we were um, we're all just waiting for The Last of Us 2. We're pretty much just biding time. So Alex, how, how are you preparing for The Last of Us 2? Are you sleeping in the woods? Oh, man, you know, supplies? I found a guitar. I'm playing the guitar. I have a knife. I got a tattoo on my arm. Hmm. Um, I got some combat boots. I found a Vita with Hotline Miami. Um, you might get stabbed in the neck. I, I might. That's why I'm not like hanging out behind a dock or something. You know, I'm yeah. just hanging out in the woods. Um, I I'm learned going, how to I'm, make some, uh, you know, some like shivs. It's pretty great. I'm going out with a bottle and catching fireflies. Oh, you are nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've been sneaking around buildings and sneaking up on people and slitting their throats. Well, damn, that's you know what you you, you guys know how to survive. I'm here for the entertainment. Yeah. You're here for survival. <laughs> so uh, there's a couple of stories here. So the first one here is 
from, I believe, Polygon. Nintendo reveals full line of Lego Super Mario sets. Two companies announced collaboration in March about a Lego Super Mario Builders. And the whole launch lineup is as follows. Adventures with Mario Starter Course for $60. Guarded Fortress Expansion Set, $50. Desert Pokey Expansion Set, $19. Lomp Lava's Trouble. Piranha Plant Power Slide. Boomerang Bill Barrage. Mario's House and Yoshi. Mario, Mario doesn't have a house. Fuck you, Mario lives in a goddamn... No, Mario has a house. He, he, had a house in, he has a house in Paper Mario. Oh, does yeah. he really? Yeah. Yeah, him oh, and Luigi are drawing it out and living together. Yeah. It's like Toad's Treasure Hunt, Bowser's Castle Boss Battle, Thwomp Drop Expansion Set, King Boo and the Haunted Yard, Fire Mario, Mario, Mario Power Up, Propeller Mario, Cat Mario, Builder Mario, and Character Packs. Apparently these are coming out in, I believe, August? I, uh, I read online that August if you... If you want the whole collection, it's uh, 600 MSRP. Jesus fucking God. Okay, cool. Hey, do you want to have a PlayStation? That's Lego for you. Or do you yeah. really, really want some Legos? Okay, well, that's fucked up. And I know. Maybe I, thought the, I thought the Star Wars markup in Legos was bad. God, no. This is terrible. Wow. Okay. And uh, that's weird. I didn't I, uh, remember seeing something about that. But seeing Mario as a Lego might be the cutest thing in the world. I think it looks weird. It does look weird. It does look very fucking strange. As someone who loves, uh, I love Star Wars Legos, and uh, I I love building them. And to me, these Mario ones just look fucking weird. (laughs) They're just so large. I I don't get it. They remind me of... Like, the first time we saw Mario Odyssey, <laughs> and we saw Mario walking around with real-life people. Oh, yeah! Like when, and it was like, this looks really weird and out of place. The, the Legos look really weird and out of place. Yes, it does. All right. Like, when uh, when Mario was, when they first showed him among, like, real people in Odyssey, I was like, is Mario, like, is, is he legally a dwarf? <laughs> well, dude, everybody else is like, I'm a normal height. Mario's, like, two feet tall. But then it, it begs the, the reason, like, in Mario's universe, everyone's about his size. So if you saw, like, you know, Mario, Peach, and Daisy and a whole fucking gang rock around New York that are going to be, like, two feet tall. Is it going to be, like, little, little Women L.A., but with Mario? <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon uh, Snap may- has been announced for the Switch. I was going to say, it makes you wonder yeah. how bad... How how bad is the gravity in the Mushroom Kingdom? Oh, yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. Anyway. Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap. It's coming. It's coming for the Switch. It's in Man, development. The other day when I, I woke up and I looked I looked at my phone and I was like, "What universe am I living in?" When a new Pokemon Snap was revealed. Well, I mean, the world's on fire. We haven't left our houses in three months. So, yeah, this is about right for 1999. You know, you know what's what's funny is that I don't know if Nintendo is doing this because this, they really plan to do it or if they're doing it for, like, kind of goodwill because for, like, the past, like, 20 years, so many people have been asking for new Pokemon. I know. I mean, for, for a new Pokemon Snap. But I was I was reading, like, uh, reactions online on list, and there's so many people like me who are just completely jaded by Pokemon now who are, like, Whatever, dude. Take your Pokemon Snap. I don't care. 
I want it. I don't even care. It looks so good. He, here's so I just watched the, the the video of it, which is shows no actual gameplay. Um, and have you watched it, yet, Josh? Yeah, I watched it. So it's it's interesting, and I I think we're seeing a the take that Nintendo is taking, which is very much different from Microsoft and Sony and anyone that would have been at E three. Is we're not getting like a Nintendo Direct style presentation, and I don't think we're going to. It seems like they're just taking all these announcements, they're just piecemealing them out, and just announcing them on like random days. And I gotta say, I don't like that style. Me neither. I, I Me neither. I would have much rather them even like just delay the direct from June until next month, and and be like, hey, here's everything that we're that we're announcing. Because clearly, Paper Mario and this game were supposed to be part of a bigger direct that they're going to have around, you know, probably last week or something. And even delaying it until next month, how great would have been, like, you know, say like July 3rd, they have the direct and they go, hey, in two weeks you get to play Paper Mario. Yeah. That would have been, awesome. been better than fucking waiting whole two months for it. But yeah. yeah, it's it's just, I don't know, it's it's confusing because... Before a couple days ago, learning about Pokemon Snap, the only thing we knew about coming out from Nintendo the rest of the year is Paper Mario. Yep. And now the only thing we know about now is Paper Mario and Pokemon Snap. And it's like all these other gaming, you know, companies, Sony, are, Microsoft, yeah. com- you know, developers, we know what they're making. You know, I guess outside of Microsoft, it has their event next month, but we know Halo's coming. Yep. And, you know, if, if they have any other first party launch games, we'll find out. But at least we know we're going to find out. With with Nintendo, it's like, who, who knows? The, when are we going to find out? What is their big, what is their fall game? What is you know? Usually they have a game in December, or a game in November, or a game in October. We don't know what any of these games are. I suppose Pokemon could be like their November game, but even then, like, unfortunately, this is going to be a sixty dollars title because it's Nintendo. But is a game like Pokemon Snap? Does it really give you sixty dollars worth of entertainment? I would argue it doesn't. Because it, it can it can to the proper person, but like to me personally, like you said, no, I don't think so. Yeah, because it's an now I guess we don't know if they're really changing anything. Maybe there will be a free roam thing. But Pokemon Snap was an on rails experience. Mm-hmm. You start the level and you can't stop and you just take pictures of well, Pokemon. I, I I would also say so back when the first Pokemon Snap came out they were limited to there was only 151 Pokemon, but now there's there's over 800, and they could easily lengthen the game just by the sheer amount of different kinds of Pokemon they have to take. No, yeah, of. and I mean I expect this game to to be longer and bigger than the original Pokemon Snap, but still, if it remains a game that is just on rails, I just don't see the value there in a sixty dollar yeah. title. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I think it definitely sounds cool. Um, there is supposed to be more Pokemon news announced in six days on June 24th. And there is, there's some people who think that it could be them announcing, uh, the new, let new Pokemon games like Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, but there'll be remakes of Gold and Silver. That'd be dope. That'd be so great. Also, you think isn't that there, isn't there those will come out this year? Possibly. 
Isn't there a Detective Pikachu game that was, that was like announced a couple years ago and never has, or like a year or so ago? Uh, it, no, there there was a there was a Detective Pikachu game that came out in Japan for 3DS, and then a few years later it was localized here in the United States for 3DS. Oh, yeah, I could have swore no, they announced I, I a, a new too. game. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Yeah, May 28th, 2019, new Detective Pikachu game coming to Switch. Oh. It's a follow-up to the original game. At a, yeah. But, uh, again, that was a year ago. We haven't heard anything else. So yeah. maybe that's something that they're probably going to talk yeah. about. Which is cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember hearing that from last year. So what, what, what would this Let's Go, like if it was a Let's Go Gold and Silver, what the hell Pokemon are going to Let's Go with you? Uh, they would do very similar to the first uh, the one, Let's Go Peach and Let's Go Eevee. Okay, so who is uh, that? You, oh, oh, I get what you're saying. You see, like, what um, Pokemon are you going to Let's yeah. Go with? I'm huh. guessing one would be Togepi. Because Togepi was, a, was yeah. a popular Pokemon from the second generation. Mm, yeah. Okay. Let's go Totodile. Let's, let's, let's uh, go. Let's go. Man. They could do a, uh, like, a Let's Go Pichu. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. There you go. A Pichu and Togepi. I That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I, I would not hate that. I like the Let's Go games. Those are actually really good. I'm a big fan of them. All right. Uh, I I didn't mind it. Um, except hopefully, I mean, I, I know they won't if it's a continuation of Let's Go, but I wish they would bring wild battling into it. Mm, okay. They might. They might this time. You don't know. Yeah. Oh, you're right, I don't, so who knows? All right, next up on the docket, Cyberpunk got delayed again from September 17th oh. to November 19th. Yeah, it really sucks, but their reasoning for it was really good. They said everything's done, they just need to put more polish on it. And that yeah. is some honesty. I, I can I can fucking fuck with that honesty. Like, thank you for telling me that we need to make it better. Like, that is yeah. A+. Plus, a plus right I'm, I'm honestly not upset about this because... I plan on getting, well, trying to get a PS5 at launch. And, you know, it It might be nice to, you know, actually get a console in. Because, obviously, if this game were to come out in September, like originally planned, I was going to get it on either Xbox or PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But then, like, now it might be nice to experience the whole game from the next-gen point of view instead of like well hey i'm gonna play the first you know however many hours on the base console and then upgrade to the you know new when the to the better one when the new console comes out mm-hmm. so here's here's my counter lat uh project red already said that they do not plan on having next gen versions available at launch for the next gen systems of cyberpunk so there is a possibility that the ps4 version will not work on ps5 I, I, yeah, but that Sony already said that any game releasing after July has to work on PS5. That's true. Yeah. Any hmm. PS4 game has to yeah, work on yeah. PS5. Um, I, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of jaded. And while I, I do understand their, uh, their, their reasoning behind it, I feel like they might be telling us part of the truth, but not the whole truth. And I, I'm I'm wondering if this wasn't like a plan the whole time, like 
to delay the game into November and release it with the consoles. I don't know. I, I think that we're really seeing the effects of COVID and working from yeah, home. We are. Yeah. 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 Um, but also, uh, I have I have zero faith. Zero faith that CG Project Red will meet the November release date. You, think I, you I, really I, think they're going to push it again? I, I would not be surprised if they push it into spring of next year. I, I well, just, I don't know. I, well, okay, so, oh, man. But because why? I could, I don't I could, think they're gonna, <laughs> the fact that they're saying that the game's completely done. They're just doing some final polishing. Makes me think they're gonna hit November. And I, there is a. I do think that you know. I see. I don't know. Like, I can see it hitting November. Yeah, but I can also see them coming out and say maybe early October and saying due to the increased you know effects of working from home, we have to delay it again. Oh, yeah, let's, maybe. Let's hope not. God, I hope yeah, I but I just I I am preparing myself for for another delay, so that way if they do it, I won't be disappointed. Okay, that's a good way of looking at it. But I believe they're gonna. I believe it'll be ready to go. We'll see it because I think I think uh, I think they are gonna. I think they did want to benefit. Maybe it, maybe it wasn't like purposeful, but I think it was working out in their benefit to be able to push this back to maybe. So maybe maybe some of the polish that they're going to talk about maybe that is to help going from one generation to another. Maybe they need to polish certain parts of the game so it runs better on the Series X and PS5, or yeah. vice versa. But that's I think that's going to be a great thing. I think uh, I think we're going to see the effects from it, and I'm really happy because I'm glad that they told us what's yeah. going on. Maybe I also need more time to work on all the different kinds of genitals you can put on your character. Yeah, man, I'm hoping it's spiky genitals, three balls, balls on top of my head, Balchinians. Come on, buddy, Balchinians, get with the fucking program here. God, I'm so excited for giant dicks to be swinging around. <laughs> this is starting to get weird. All right, well, that's uh, that's all the regular regular news because now we have to talk about EA Play Live. That's Ooh. my opinion. Yep, done talking about it. Fuck off. This is really stupid. It's it's gonna go really quick because this was not very good. So the first thing they showed was Apex Legends Fortune's Favor. It's season five. Which I'm is- still trying to decipher what new things they showed for Apex. No like, idea. Because season ya. five already launched uh yeah. like a few weeks ago. And they announced like a a new game mode. I'm not sure if that game mode's already out or if it's still either. coming. I think the, really the only announcement that they really had was that it's coming to Switch and there's yep. crossplay. And it's crossplay, yeah. Yeah, coming this fall. Which is fantastic. But um, I just, I just still don't know why. Like I can understand crossplay between like PS4, Xbox, and maybe Switch. But when you add PC onto that, like Apex is one of those games that if you're playing keyboard and mouse, you have a clear and definite oh advantage over anyone so playing bad. with a controller. Yes, it is. It is day and night. Like it is like pro gamers playing against fucking kindergartners. I play. I've played Warzone with my buddy, who's a big PC guy, and you can tell his difference by just watching him and watching how fast he goes. Sure, so ridiculous. I would say that uh, out of all the PC console crossplay games, uh, Warzone is actually the one of the few games that there's actually console players that have it have an advantage. Um. Because there's like uh auto we're not auto aim, there's like aim assistance on 
the console version. That's and true. A lot of other games don't have that. Like Apex does not. Um, I didn't know that. And so, like, you even had people like uh, like pro gamers on Twitch, like uh, um, Doctor Disrespect and Ninja, when Warzone came out, saying like, honestly, if I had a choice, if I wasn't on Twitch on PC, you know, I they even said that they'd be playing on console because there's an advantage there. Um, but then to uh to Apex, it's like I also don't understand, especially when it comes to Switch and PC crossplay, because on PC there's no lock frame rate. It, it's unlocked frame rate, so if you're playing on a powerful rig, you're getting probably easily you know 120, 144 frames a second compared to Switch, which is going to be locked to 30. And it's probably not going to stick to thirty. There's going to be frame drops. Oh, yeah. Have you ever played? Lo- you ever played Fortnite? You ever played Fortnite on Switch? Back when it launched on Switch, I did. Yeah, so it's probably going to be the exact same way because that thing handles like trash. This is probably going to handle like trash. Yeah, but I would argue that with Fortnite, Fortnite is a much less uh, power hungry game to where Fortnite can play on anything. That is true. To the point that. I feel like even a Switch doesn't have a problem running it. But Apex is a very graphic-intensive game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I just think it's... Switch players are going to be thrown to the fucking dogs whenever they cross-play against PC people. I, I would also say that with Apex, you need to have a good field of view and you need to have a good draw distance. Especially, is, yep. if you're, yeah. especially if you're aiming down a scope. And I don't know if Switch is really going to be able to... Like if you're trying to shoot someone really far away with the sniper rifle, I don't know how good this the experience is going to be on Switch. Yeah, because like playing Borderlands on Switch with those Joy Cons is not fun. They're just not good with with that. So I can't even imagine playing handheld with those Joy Cons trying to play Apex. Yeah, I think it's going to play like ass. And I'm I'm here for it. I'm ready to play Apex on a Switch. And make it look like ass, and then laugh, and then never play it again. To me, I think I think the best experience possible on Switch will be docked, and then with uh, connected by wire to yep. uh, uh, to your router, just so you can get get the best connection. Yep. And the thing with that, even to connect with the router, you have to buy an add-on for the Switch to do it. What? Oh, yeah, really? There's if you, there's no Ethernet port on the Switch. Oh, that's right. On is. on the dock, <laughs> I guess there's not. Yeah, you have to buy a uh, a peripheral. To hook into a USB port with a, a um, Ethernet port on it, and just and just like just like other Nintendo peripherals, they made a shit ton, right? And they're easy to find. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. That's <laughs> it's not like they've been sold out since they launched, and you know, it's, you know, you have to buy third party and pay five times as much as it's supposed to be. That's neat. That's neat. Next game is It Takes Two from Hazelight Studios. That man said "fuck" a bunch. It was great. Yeah, sure. Um, Yep, this is fine. Just to this, this, you know, this game. EA play just ended like what not even an hour ago, and it feels like yeah. a fever dream. Ah, yeah, it was like, oh, that happened. Weird. Yeah. All right, next game is Lost in Random by Zoint Games. This one actually looks really cool. Uh, there's a lot of art was inspired clearly by Tim Burton's uh, Nightmare for Christmas. Yeah. Um, I, I all I know is you get to have a pet dice, and it looks really fun and whimsical. It's a little. Yeah, I think cool. also it's. You know, fair to say, real quick, that most of these games uh, are going to be, are they're obviously multi-platform. I think a lot of them are coming to Switch, also. Yeah, I do. I do. do. Yeah. 
Next one's Rocket Arena, my final strike games. This, as we found out, uh, is a uh, mod for the Quake games, and then they just made it into their own game. It's coming out July 14th. I believe it's free to play, never set a price. Going to assume it's free to play. I don't care for this at all. Yeah, this looks like Quake and Fortnite got together mm-hmm. and had some dirty sex. And then, and then just, this, this is the product. And it's bad mm. dirty sex. It's just, it's just a look fun. Yeah, it's an ugly baby. It really is. Uh, we'll, <laughs> talk about, we'll talk about the best thing last. Uh, after that, they showed a surprise game that we'll tell you about. Then they showed nothing of Madden and, and FIFA, and that made me sad. So whatever. Yeah, I... I don't. Uh, I really don't get why they're still not showing gameplay. And the only thing I can think of is that Microsoft still hasn't really shown off first-party gameplay from their console yet. And so I wonder if that, it makes me think that until Microsoft shows off stuff from them, that EA is contractually obligated not to show the next-gen gameplay. That would make sense. Or maybe they. Maybe that Microsoft shows Madden or FIFA at their event. Yeah, yeah, I. Just, I I honestly I don't, don't get it because I know Comes there's going to be, I know that yeah, there's going to be current gen version of these games, obviously, yeah, and those games launch in just a little over two months from now, yeah. and I know that these current gen versions aren't going to look as good as next gen stuff, but They're still going to look good to not even show the current gen version of these games is, it's it's honestly like I I don't understand what what the the thinking is behind it. I mean, I, I guess maybe they're like, hey, we don't want to show current-gen stuff because it might, might make people think that's what's going to look like on next-gen. I, I don't know. It is, it is very fucking weird. Very weird. Uh, they showed a little bit... Okay, all right. All right. So they showed, they showed the fucking weird highlight... Not even highlight reel, the weird sizzle reel of like, this is what we're working at in the future. It's what people do when they're making video games. You want to see the... Fucking character renderations. I, yeah, I I already saw a meme online of Squidward from SpongeBob. Going, <laughs> future. Yeah, I honestly EA is the only developer that does this, and it drives me up a fucking wall. It doesn't I, make I any just, fucking sense. Who cares? I don't get it because none of the stuff they showed the the stuff they showed for the hypothetical battlefield of like the scan of that character's face where you just start smiling. You're not going to see that in Battlefield. No! There's not going to be a fucking cutscene where that happens. Like, honestly, all they did was, hey, here's the engine we're working on, here's the character's face. That doesn't tell me jack shit about Battlefield. It, yeah, like, it doesn't help me to where they show, like, a just a, a white screen with a bunch of gray characters watching, walking, you know, running on it and be like, okay, that's a battle, a bat- like, whatever, like, wh- why? Like... I get that they're trying to sh- to say, like, hey, this is what our developers are working on. You should care about the developers that they're they're working on this. But I can't care about it until I see a game. Yeah, all it is is just a picture. You're just showing me what yeah, they're pretending I, to work on. And not the buyer. Um, sorry, go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. The the Bioware thing is the one that honestly confused me the most. We know for fact that they're working on Dragon Age Four. They have talked about it. Four or sorry, two different times at two different conferences that they're working on this. So to show like concept images from whatever Bioware's working on, and to not even say Dragon Age Four doesn't make any sense at all. We know they're working on it, so why are you trying to hide that? Yeah, 
I don't know. It, it, this this entire thing just looked like it was so fucking last minute, so haphazard. But dumb. honestly, this this is EA because every single year when E three happens at the end when when everyone ranks the conferences, EA is always last, always. It it, it seems like they want to let people know what they're working on, but they don't know how to do it. In, in the way that, like, you know, at Sony's uh, conference last week, we saw games where they said, hey, this game, two games, uh, a Square Enix game and a Capcom game, where they're like, these two games aren't coming out to 2022. So they're at least two, a little over two years away. But we saw actual, not gameplay, but CGI stuff to let you know what the game is about. That's how, hmm. that's how you, you reveal a game. Like you don't reveal a game by hey here's a guy here's a guy fucking clicking on a keyboard and mouse on a screen and then show a bunch of random characters on a white screen. It's it, it's baffling. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really disappointed because you know in in that whole future thing they showed nothing for Star Wars and we're getting Star Wars Squadrons later this year. But after mm-hmm. that, what what are they working on for the future of Star Wars games? And we, well, have no, we have no idea. You have to respawn has already said that Jedi Fallen Order is a franchise, that there will be more. No, so, I, I and mean, I and I understand that, but they that cannot be the only project that they have either in, in uh pre development or active development. And I I'm I'm I not know, convinced. I, feel, I feel like it I feel like it can be. I don't know, like I'm not convinced that we're I'm not convinced that we're gonna get another Star Wars Battlefront. I don't know if there'll be a Battlefront three. And yeah. so like I'm, they they have the exclusive license, and so if they're if they don't have multiple projects going at a time, then what's the fucking point in giving them the, the exclusive license? Yeah, I don't know. And to to close off the show, they had a fucking guy who looks like he just woke up out of bed, and come on, and they're like, hey, we got a big announcement for you, skates back. Yeah, and it's like great skates back, fantastic. But to hear them say skates back, uh, we haven't started working on anything. It's gonna be great, we hope, and uh, you guys will this into existence by commenting us, telling us that we're fucking dipshits and not making skate. So we're gonna make skate. It's like really, that's that's how you close your show by just telling people, "Hey, you guys have been bugging us and being fucking annoying enough, so we're gonna finally give you what you want." Like, hey, do you know those comments? <laughs> They're finally coming true. What, what, what can you tell yeah. us about it? Well, it, it, it's got a name. Well, it's got skate. Well, is there a four? It's got skate on it. Like, yeah, come on, dude. And like I, like like I mentioned, Andrew, like why wasn't this just a blog post? You didn't need this. To end a, a conference when th- this got no one excited, because nope. the thing because the thing is is that we don't know if a year down the road they're gonna have development problems and then EA goes you know what fucking cancel it we don't know if that'll happen or not so for them to I don't know it's yeah this game isn't even being worked on yet for them to say hey we're, we're gonna make a skate not making it yet but hey we're gonna make one this game is at least three years away. Oh yeah, it's so stupid. It's absolutely, it's definitely three years old. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's honestly like I don't know if I've ever. I'm sure it's happened before, but to have two developers, I don't even, I don't even think the guy that looked like he woke out of up out of bed is even a developer. I think he's just a skater. <laughs> like, 
so to have like the the one developer come out and be like, hey, uh, we're announcing a game that we you know we haven't even gotten together to find out what the game's actually going to be, but hey, here's a new skate. Like, like do you I think they like- even have like do you even think they have like dev kits? I bet they don't. I bet they don't even have shit. I bet they have zero for, idea for the new consoles. No, yeah, for skate. Like, do you think they were like? Do you think they were given any? Like, well, do you even think they have any? Like, well, you dev said kits dev. You said you you said dev kits. Like, yeah, for those two mean? guys, for the for the developer of skate. Do you think he even has a dev kit, like a next gen dev kit? Uh, EA has them for sure. I'm yeah. not sure. I mean, I can't. I would. I wouldn't think that every single developer has one, but uh, I would think that at least the leads on these teams have them. Um, but it's, it's just, it really is. I think baffling really is the word I would use for this, this event that the EA played that they put on because it's like, what are you doing? Like, I get that people want skate. I get it. But just to say, Hey, we're making a skate, come back and talk, like come back in a year and talk to us in June and maybe we'll have screenshots. That's probably what's going to show next year is next year they're probably going to show some white screen on, with some random dude riding a skateboard. <laughs> like, that's probably what they're going to show next year. Oh, cool. It was, it was just so – it was like – this whole thing was just so not very well put together. I didn't – I don't know. It was off-putting. The only, thing, the only thing that saved it was the Star Wars Squadron stuff. And awesome. yeah, Squadron is, is cool. Don't get me wrong, it is. But that's all they have this year outside yep. of the, the the yearly sports games. And I, I get that they're going to look great on the next consoles. They're going to look fantastic. But at the end of the day, you're playing football. You're playing soccer. Yep. It's not going to be that much different from any other Madden or, or FIFA game. Nope. So Squadrons, it's cool. But what else does EA have for this year? That's it. It's, I don't, I don't other, think they have anything. Their other things are like, hey, we're launching a bunch of old games on Switch. That's it. <laughs> I don't think yeah. they have anything. I literally don't think they have anything to show. I think yeah. this is it. I think EA might have just cashed out of this generation and said, all right, well, this is all yeah. we're doing, and, I guess. And I mean, like, if you look at the, you know, let's talk about the elephant in the room. No Mass Effect trilogy no, remaster or whatever, talk about which is it. it was heavily rumored. Yeah, like, and I get, so, and I get that it's a rumor, but most of these rumors are all are they're somewhat factual because these people all talk to each other. Yeah, because friends. exactly, these weren't just rumors of like you know, some guy behind a gas station was like, "Hey, there's a Mass Effect trilogy." <laughs> like, no, this was like actual like people that had have sources in the games industry that were like, "It's happening." It's finally happening. Yeah. We're, we're going to get it. And to not get it, it's it's a major bummer. Because for them to come out during Skate and be like, listen, guys, your comments is the, what willed us into existence. What? Well, let me tell you the one thing that have been more comments than Skate about. Mass Effect Trilogy. I, I don't believe. No. Nope. I, I, okay, you know what? I think this EA has an Instagram, I'm assuming. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through them today. I want to see what has more because I feel like Skate 4 has so, more. So, okay, let me just – I'll say this. For hardcore gamers, they want a Mass yes. Effect trilogy yep, yep, more than – So absolutely. for casual gamers, yes, they're going to want Skate more. But for hardcore like gamers that love RPGs and, yes. and love like single-player games, they want a Mass Effect trilogy. Yep. And we gamers have been saying it since the PS4 and Xbox launched for the last five years of – even more 
where is this Mass Effect trilogy remaster? And since Andromeda came out, it left such a sour taste in Mass Effect fans' mouths mm-hmm. that, like, guys, put out this. It's what people want. Give it to them. You want to get give, their good graces? Do the thing. Yes. Give Mass Effect a name again. Like, instead of say, when whenever Mass Effect comes out of people's mouths, it's Andromeda suck. Give them a reason to actually talk good about Mass Effect again. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for, you know, because Casey Hudson has said, you know, Mass Effect's not done. They're going to create more games in it. So before those games comes out, give people a reason to look forward to it. Because if the only thing people can remember is Andromeda, they're not going to care about your next game. That's true. Also, how, how dare they, how dare they only show fucking some screenshots of Dragon Age 4? Like, how, how long have you guys been working on this? How long... Has any of this stuff you guys have been talking about been in development? So they announced. Uh, they announced. They announced Dragon Age. I believe now, Josh. You may know differently, last year but or 2018. I believe it was two years ago at the Game Awards. Yes. So Anthem had not even been out yet, and uh, Bioware announced that they were going to make another Dragon Age, but from from by all accounts, they had not even started development on it yet. And then after Anthem came out, that's when it was rumored that that's when they finally started development. So I don't even think that game has two years of active development under its belt yet. Then that is then that is sad. That which, is one of their which, bigger. That is one of their bigger franchises. And which if you... which make, yeah, which makes me think because of how bad Anthem went, they're they're gonna they're gonna do everything they can to make sure this game is the most polished piece of shit that ever come out. Like they're they're gonna just they're gonna do everything they can when and when I say piece of shit I'm trying to be funny I don't think it's gonna suck hopefully not but yeah but they're they're gonna make sure that that game is really polished and and really done mm-hmm. and done well and so I I would not be surprised if we don't see Dragon Age until 2023. You really think three more years? Oh. Okay, I mean, I guess. I mean, it does make sense. I, again, I, what, what I'm thinking is maybe the last year to two years, a lot of these developers making these larger games have probably thought, hey, you know, we got these new consoles coming in. Why don't we just, why don't we just push it into the next generation? Why not wait until we can use that hardware, use that technology? Because I wonder how many of these games are going to be ran on Unreal 5. Like I, I know that EA but runs, see, their, stuff on, runs of, their stuff on Frost. Yeah, but... Frostbite. So none of them are going to be run on, on, on Unreal. And the only reason Jedi Fallen Order was run on Unreal is because that game was being developed before EA actually bought Respawn. Okay. okay. So they had a contractual obligation with Epic and Unreal. They couldn't just switch it over. So well, I'm just... sorry. Go ahead. I'm really, I'm really hoping that for Jedi Fallen Order Two, that they stick with Unreal. And I don't know if there's I don't know if there's some kind of some kind of contract or or EA is just like hey you guys you guys did a great job on Unreal stick with it. I'd assume that Respawn probably does have a contractual obligation because but also I I've heard that EA has been hands off of Respawn that they've let Respawn do what they need to do to make their games successful, including Apex as well. Besides yeah. probably some of the microtransactions, but but that's the thing like. They can be hands off, but the reason they make people use Frostbite is because they don't have to pay royalties on it. Yeah, yeah, that, that, but, that, yeah. yeah, that's true. I would also say though that, you know, uh, I would say right now 
respawn is EA is Naughty Dog, pretty much, because they're the ones who are coming out with really good quality stuff. And you can't say that about Bioware. You can't say that about Dice. You can't say that about uh, whoever's making Need for Speed. Uh, so well, you know, the Apex... next Need for Speed is being fully handled by Criterion, so that gives me some faith. But... Oh, you know, but, 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 I'm sorry, I'm stuttering. Um, was that something that they showed during this event? I thought I saw something about Criterion, but I wasn't really sure. It was another thing they showed in the the future of our games, and they showed like a fucking random race, like a, okay. a car. That's um, not helpful. I, I think the the last thing I want to close on with this is like. Mm. Bioware used to be one of the AAA, like, when you talk about game studios, Bioware is held up there in regards to Naughty Dog and to Rockstar and, you know, of, of the like, big-name developers. Yep. And the, I would say the last good game that they put out, I mean, maybe... Dragon Age some, 2? Maybe Dragon Age Inquisition. I mean, it won game in a year, but even then, some people were like, that was a bad year. That's the only reason it won. But, I mean, it's still one game in a year. But, so that would put it at, what, 2013, 2014 when that game came out? And I think after so. just, it, it came out in 2014. Yeah, so after miss after miss with Andromeda and Anthem and, you know, not putting out the Mass Effect trilogy, Bioware's become a joke. Yes, they really have. And a lot of the developers that worked on those games, the good games, they're not there anymore. They moved on. And I just I just don't know if Bioware has it anymore. And with EA's propensity to shut down studios, if their next game doesn't hit and hit hard, I'm afraid for them. I am too. That's something that I have been thinking about, not maybe lately, but within the last couple of months, that maybe maybe Bioware is doomed. Maybe we're maybe we're seeing because I saw a nice, not a nice graphic, but I saw a graphic that showed the acquisitions of studios before EA bought them. And there's a lot that used to be like, like really, really big studios and then just got bought by EA yeah. and just fell apart. It's, it's just, so when they came out recently and said that, you know, they put this small team on to, to fix Anthem, the, the real question really is like, Why? I, I don't what is it about this game that they just can't seem to let go? Because I heard on another podcast they looked at the the concurrent players at one time on PC to play that game. Twelve hundred in the past year. What the hundred people at one time. And they're saying that now obviously it doesn't include PlayStation or Xbox. I get it, but you can't really assume that they're it's that much better on Xbox or PlayStation. No. Why is the game worth fighting for for that little of people? Because even if you come out and say, hey, hey guys, we, we think we fixed it, it's not going to bring back that many people. No. They, they've moved on. I, I just don't get what is it about this game that Bioware just can't seem to go, you know what, guys? We fucked up. It didn't work. We're going to go back to what really made us Bioware. I, I just don't get it. My My... my, my reason or my thought would be live service games seem to be one of a very hot trend and I think they're trying to jump on that hot trend not only them but EA to try to make some money at some point because EA likes to make the microtransactions likes yeah. to put their foot in all that stuff but that would be my only guess but I mean okay so Anthem I don't want to spend too much time on Anthem but Anthem as a game is terrible 
the flying was probably some of the coolest I've ever, I, probably a really cool and unique thing that I haven't done in video games in a long time. And I wish they would have, wish they would have built more around that. But the flying in that game is fantastic. Everything else I literally could have never uh, done with. The concepts of the suits that you have are really cool, but everything else is trash. So I, like, I, I think, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I can't figure out, I can't understand. Like there's just, the story's not there. Yeah, it looks and pretty. I, that's it. I get what you're saying about the live service and stuff yeah. like that, but it would make sense if you look at the law of averages. There are going to be games out there to succeed in this game of service thing. If you look at, you know, uh, I don't know what's a re- really good one. I uh, mean, the only one I ever really uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I guess. Yeah, well, I, I guess that's more of like a multiplayer, like, you know. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, let's go with I mean, Division. I guess Des- Destiny 2, I guess. Destiny you know, 2, it's, yeah. It's been successful. Um, not even Division 2, because even Division 2 doesn't seem to be as successful as, you know, the, the first one. Okay. And it just, if you look at a lot of averages, there's going to be good ones, which also means there's, half, there's going to be failures. Yep. There, there's going to be. And if you got people that are still on Destiny and that's where their friends are still playing why would they play another game like that exactly it's going to take an incredible game to get them to pull away from that all the time and money they put into that game and Anthem already came out and it failed so for them to go back to the drawing board and come out with Anthem next or whatever they're going to call it and to think that that's going to drive those people back again it's a fool's errand it, it really is. I, Josh, what, 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 why would you think they're trying to keep Anthem alive? I I can only speculate that they have invested so much money into it that uh, abandoning it is not an option. Like That's, monetary could not be an option. Like they're yeah, too much of a failure like, for them. Like they, I I can imagine that there's a bunch of either investors or just higher ups at EA in a boardroom going. Our return of investment has been so little that we have to we have to get something out of this. That's that's my that's the only thing I can think of. And you, I mean, I granted, I'm sure that the creators of this are very passionate about the projects. I'm not an artist, so I couldn't tell you what that's like. But I can only imagine that I'm sure some of the artists and some of the people that are making the designs for the game and the animations and the you know just making the game itself, they probably have a lot of passion for it. But at some point. I think they're all business people and understand that hmm, hmm, this doesn't seem to be taken off at all. We probably shouldn't be keep doing this. I mean, I don't know. It makes me worried for Bioware. It makes me worried about IP that Bioware is going to own if they disintegrate as a franchise. It, it's just like Bioware is a company that makes uh, single player RPGs. Yeah. Fantastic ones. Mm-hmm. And to pivot and say we're going to make a live live service game and have that fail and to still just try to keep resurrecting this dead carcass. And even if, I don't care how much money they've injected into this and say giving up is an option, I just don't understand how the the better option would be to inject more money to it and have it fail again. That's true. You know, uh, another uh, good example of a game of service, Warface. Or not war, uh, war, uh, warframes, warframe. 
Warframe's. <laughs> That's a game too, though. Warface. No, yeah, I, I just the idea and I yeah. saw something called Warface. I'm like, oh, oh okay. So yeah, okay. so Warframe. Warframe's a game. You know, it's it's on everything, and that's a fantastic game that people keep going back to. And I I just don't know, man. It's like sometimes it works when developers change their <laughs> mo. Like Guerrilla Games, you know, they they were known for Killzone, and then they came out and they're like, they made Horizon. Now they make fantastic third-person action adventure games, but it doesn't work with every developer when they do that. Like Bioware, maybe they just need to realize their bread and butter is RPGs and just stick to that. I hope, but so let's, let's let's okay. So before we go, let's 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 do one more thing. What do we think the next game that has a Bioware name on it appears? What year do you think that happens? Um, I say 2022. So, so, do you mean new game? Just in general, what a game in general that has the word Bioware on it gets released because because they could release a Mass Effect trilogy that technically has Bioware's name on it. Okay, that then that that counts so, as a Bioware product. I'd say if that happens, I say 2021. Okay. I'm gonna say 2022. I don't think anything gets released next year. I think they're still working on stuff. I think they're still working on that Mass Effect trilogy, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, so, <coughs> but new IP. Uh, uh, Alex, yes. Yeah. Uh, you said before we go, but we still haven't talked about Star Wars Squadrons. Really. Oh, we God, yeah. How the hell we? we yeah, got lost and in I got. I want to talk about my PlayStation, you know, thing real quick. Also. All right, then I fucking totally forgot. You know what? Let's talk yeah. about. Let's talk about. You're, you're not going anywhere, Alex. I'm not going Sit anywhere. Down. I'm fucking sitting down. Apparently. <laughs> All right. So they they announced uh, Star Wars Squadrons, and by they I mean uh, the Xbox Store leaked that out. Uh, that is coming out October second, and there is yes. no microtransactions, and it is not a live game. Yeah, I I will say that I I am pleasantly I am pleasantly surprised. Uh, this does not make me change my outlook on EA, but I am pleasantly surprised that they are making a Star Wars game with, with no microtransactions, and everything in the game is unlocked through gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it's not super grindy to where you have to, you have to destroy 10,000 enemies to get a certain color of Starfighter. Oh, fuck, that'd be, that'd be ass, wouldn't it? That'd just be some ass. Uh, Honestly, if, if the game is cockpit view only, I don't even really care what the outside ship looks like. The yeah. same. Same. I thought it looked. I thought it looked gorgeous. It was a beautiful game. A lot of the gameplay looked intense. Um, yeah. And again, we and like I said, doing because we all hopped on Discord and watched it. Like I said um, during that, um, these are just like compressed video. Like this is a compressed video. Yeah. This is yeah. not what it's normally going to look like. It's going to look yep. fucking way better. And it already looked really good. Yeah. So I'm and really what I what I like about this, and at least uh, what I got from it is. This is going to be a game that's easy to play but difficult to master. Yeah. And to where, like, anyone can can pick it up and play, but, you know, it looks like there's going to be some really cool moves that, like, you can pull off after you get a lot of practice. And uh, this game's cross-play. Yeah, yeah, awesome. PS4, Xbox, and PC. Um, This is one of the few games that they showed that is not coming to Switch. Um, But... But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm excited about it. The star fighting looks really cool. You get to uh, customize your character, which is pretty neat. Yeah. I'm not so, really uh, expecting too much from the single player campaign they got. But yeah. It showed, uh, 
in the single player campaign, it showed the two characters on the on either side of the Empire and New Republic, mm-hmm. and they each had they each had names. So mm-hmm. I wonder if if you can customize your name or if your character has a set name. It seems I don't think you'll be able to customize your name because it seemed like those are very like names Star that they Wars came up with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I you know I think it's cool you can customize your character. Uh, I'm gonna imagine there's a bunch of unlockables that you can different customizations you can choose. Mm-hmm. Um, it is weird to be it'd be cool if you'd be like, I'm gonna be a Twi'lek, but I'm gonna have human hands. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> that would oh my be god, weird. stop, that's so creepy. <laughs> or yeah. or or I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be shaggy like a wookie but I have a human head. <laughs> yeah. Can can you imagine like back to the name thing if they let you pick your own name? It's like here comes here comes Dick Balls to the front of the the, the ship here. He's you know lead us into battle here. <laughs> like yeah, um, I, I think they're gonna stick to their name. I I think it's cool they have different classes for ships. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. looks like they have uh, they have fighter and they have um, uh, support, support and, then, and bomber. Then there was then one more, right? There's like one. A, there's like yeah, a speed it's, one, or is that the yeah, it's, uh, one? No, uh, the speed one, it was a TIE Interceptor and then the A-Wing. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember what that class is called. But it's cool they had different classes, and I, I can I really hope, I can see them in, in the future putting DLC to put in different ships for each class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would love to fly a Jedi Starfighter for, uh, for speed, or um, uh, an ARC-170 for, uh, for fighter. Or you know, on on the separatist side, a uh, a, a uh, droid starfighter for fighter, and then um, oh boy, uh, okay, we're gonna get down a rabbit hole if Josh keeps talking about you know starfighters here. Um, there's uh, God, I don't remember the hyena bomber. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be cool. Right, okay, you just made that up. Yeah, it's not no, real. I, no, I didn't make it. It's, it's called a hyena, a hyena bomber. It's not, but we'll but, let you call it that anyway. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I digress. I, I can definitely see them hopefully putting in you know different uh, different ships for each class. It's mm-hmm. it's weird to me that there's four classes, but it's five on five combat. Like why why wouldn't they have five classes? What other class would they have for starfighter? I don't, I don't, I, I don't I, fucking know. Speeder bike. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. Yo. I mean, it's it's you know Star Wars. They're gonna come up with some other class of you know ships. Do you, do you or think they'll have DLC? We can play in different sagas. Uh, uh, I, I hope so. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, like, I'd love to I'm, fly in that Boo Fighter. Like, like just for a single. I mean, just for a multiplayer, not single player. Yeah, I mean, actually, that actually sounds pretty cool. Imagine because they showed a couple different modes. One was just like a straight dog fighting, you know, team deathmatch thing, and the other one was like the five on five, where it's actually like uh, one team has like uh, objectives that they have to do, and the other team has to stop them from doing it. Imagine having a uh, Death Star thing where you're the, you're the Empire and you have to stop the other team from destroying the Death Star. That would be so cool. Yeah, like I wonder if it's going to be like Overwatch to where. There's different phases, and you have to try and stop the team uh, from doing something. And if they get to one part, it's like, all right, phase two. Yeah, I'm and... guessing that's what it is. Because um, playing recently uh, Mordhau on PC, that's exactly what that was. But um, and it's a, it's a forty dollar game. It's not sixty, so that's all. Yeah. That's already a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's the only. <laughs> The only bright spot to me that came out of this uh, conference, besides the index mm-hmm. going to switch, which is pretty neat. 
Um, but yeah, I was overall, I, I expected maybe like, I expected more stuff from this year. I expected just some fan service. I didn't expect whatever the fuck we got. So EA, yeah. you did it again. You ended up making another shit show of yourself. Congratulations. You're so yep. great at your job. So now let's actually end the show with what I think is probably the most important thing that we're going to talk about today. Cause it's something I've never, I never knew about. And I think it's really important to talk about. So, Andrew, uh, tell us about what you've had, what's been happening with your PS4 account. Yeah, so let's all take a nice seat and okay, let's talk about what grinds Andrew's gears. What grinds your so, gears, buddy? All right, story time. <laughs> so, Josh and I game share okay. on Xbox and on PlayStation, and this is something that is allowed by Microsoft and Sony. Mm-hmm. Basically. Now, I'll stick to PlayStation here. Uh, when you buy a PlayStation, you can primary that PlayStation as your PlayStation. So anything that you buy, anyone else on that console, any other accounts, can also play those games without having to purchase them. Um, so what Josh and I would do is we have three PlayStations in the house. two, in, One in each of the bedrooms and one in the living room. So... Uh, in Josh's bedroom, that is the one that I have primaried as my account, and in either my bedroom or the living room, whichever one I'm, I feel like it, I have primaried as Josh's account. So we can play each other's games, and if a new game comes out, like say, for example, uh, he just bought La- Last of Us Part 2, and so I will give him $30. You know? <coughs> so basically, we... I haven't spent $60 on a PlayStation Xbox game in years. Um, so, uh, back in January, we, Josh came to my room and said, hey, uh, have, you, have you made your PlayStation or one living room your primary recently? And I said, no. I checked them both. They weren't. And so he was like, okay, I'm not able to access your games on my PlayStation. And so, what happened was, Somebody got a hold of my password for my account. I don't know how that happened. It could have been from anywhere. It could have been, you know, online. Maybe someone could have found my uh, email address for some other account online and then found out what my password was and tried that password on my PlayStation and it worked. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, so they went on a Sony.com, a section of their website you can go to and put in your account information and you can go to a a page and you can disable uh your primary account on all on all platforms oh wow so yes so if you have like uh a ps3 and a vita and a ps4 primary that will take you your name off all those consoles and so then that person did that and then they went on their playstation and they primary my account now it was interesting because they didn't buy anything on my account. There was no fraudulent purchases, nothing. Uh, and I don't, I don't necessarily know how long it was that Josh didn't have access to my games before we noticed. It could have been a day. It could have been a week, two weeks. Who knows? Um, so I went on Sony on the website. I changed my password, and I put on two-factor authentication which means that if someone tries to log into my account, uh, it sends a text message to my phone 
being like, if you want to log in, you have to put in this code. It's a unique code code that only goes to my phone. So even if they get the password right, they cannot log into my account. Well, um, I have not received any text messages since I did this back in January. And so uh, when you go to the Sony website and you click on that option to, to disable all accounts, you can only do that once every six months. Okay. If you tried, if you tried again, you get an error code that comes up saying you are only allowed to do this once every six months. Huh. And so I did research online, and there are a lot of people, a lot of people. This has happened to. And if you call Sony, there is probably a five percent chance they will help you. And most of the time, what they will tell you is, "We are sorry that you lost access to your account. You have to wait the six months. There's nothing we can do." And I think that the reason for that is I could call, I could call Sony and say, uh, you know, I lost Alex, your account. I could call them and say, Hey, I lost access to my account. Here's what my PSN is. I need access to it. Okay. And I suppose if someone did that and if Sony was really, really nilly about it, they could just be like, well, yeah, there you go. You know, the password to it. So there's the, there's your account back. So I guess that if they say you have to wait to six months, it really doesn't, you know, it forces people if they're calling and trying to bullshit their way into someone's account, they won't let them do it. Um, there have been a few people that said that, you know, they tell Sony, you know, this happened and Sony tells them, you know, okay, well, you know, we'll do it this one time, but we're going to give you your account back. Yeah. It's very rare that they do that. Um, huh. So I've just been waiting the six months. Uh, we noticed this in January. So sometime between now and July, I will get my account back. Now I can still play games. I can still buy stuff. I still have access to my account to where I can, I can buy stuff, play games. Fine. We, I just cannot cross play or not. I cross buy between uh game share with me and Josh. So, but that also means that he does not have access to any of my games that he helped me buy. That is, yeah. yeah, that that really sucks because uh, I've really wanted to play the uh, the Spiral remasters or the Spiral remakes, and their uh, their Andrew has a digital license to those uh, mm-hmm. to the Spiral uh, the three Spiral games, and so since I don't have access to those games, even though I helped them pay for them, uh, I can't play them. So when is this up? You said it happened in March. January, January is when okay, we noticed so it. So it's fucking uh so so six months ago from now we are at December eighteenth. Okay. So you should already have access to that then. No, I I noticed it in January. I don't remember when it was in January. I think it was like maybe toward the middle of January, I believe okay. that we noticed it. So that means the middle of July is the latest it could possibly happen. Okay. I could get my account back. Now I have had I've had I've had problems with, with Xbox because that's ma- mainly what I've been playing with the last you know few years. Yeah, and I've never had any problems with anything, and I've and I've had refunds. I've had to call them for double charges and no yeah. problems at all. Sure. So what I've read is that Xbox is much more consumer friendly when it comes yes, to this. That they will is. work with you and try to get your account back. And I think the other thing is that since COVID happened, uh. Sony has not been doing any live communications when you call their support number. Really? All you get is, yes, they have not. It's like people aren't working it right now. 
So the only thing you get is the bot. Okay. So, which also cannot help you with this. Excuse me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so, tech, so, really, you're just in. You're just in this six month void of not really knowing what you need to do. Yeah, like, pretty wait. much. And you sometimes, if you call Sony, they will let you know the date that you can get your account back. They won't help you, but they can be like, "Hey, you're you have to wait six months, and this yeah. is the date you can get it back." But since they haven't had any actual callers answering, or not callers, but actual people answering the calls, there's really no one even asked like, "Hey, when does this end?" Yep, so it's just just a waiting game. That's, but it's like a nightmare. It's it's almost over. Um <laughs> so I you know, it's a I, horror movie. It's almost I, over. I, I, I check it every single day. I, I go on and you know, just yeah. waiting to hopefully see. And the thing that, that disappoints me the most is I don't know it doesn't give me any information about the, the PlayStation that that my account is primaried on. All it says is your account is primaried on another PS4. That's it. And yes. so, like, for example, uh, I can switch my brother's primary between my PS4 and the living room PS4 as often as I want to. If I go on it, I can just hit uh, change primary. And I believe because we're on the same network, it just does it for you automatically. But when I try and, and get my account back, if I go into the settings on the PS4... It says you have another PlayStation 4 primary. You have to go onto that PS4 and unprimary it before you can primary this one. Um, and obviously, since I don't, I don't have it. I can't do that. Um, and then obviously, I have to wait six months before the I can do the the one on the internet. So, uh, um, God, this is a mess. Microsoft for the Xbox has a has a kind of a similar a similar uh, um, restriction. So, game sharing on Xbox works exactly the same as it does on PlayStation. You primary your, your Xbox, you primary a different Xbox as yours, and then vice versa, and you can game share. So, uh, the difference where Microsoft, where the difference with Xbox versus the PlayStation is you can only primary an Xbox, a different Xbox, I think it's five or six times a year. Okay. So, it's, it's five times, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because so Josh only has one time left for the year and it says that his I think his he had one uh he had one he got one back I think in May so I think he probably has two now. Okay. But basically uh it says like you can do this five times a year but if you really want another one you can do this survey and we'll give you another one. <laughs> oh shit. So what the fuck? Yeah. So they'll give you like an extra one every year if you really need it. I want it What's I wonder? What's the survey? Is it like uh, how much do you love Microsoft products? Uh, yeah. If you, if you don't answer a ten, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is just one of those things that like I think it's really bad customer service on Sony Sony's part to do this because like I made all these purchases. I have this account. It is my account, and mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do to get it back besides wait six months. There's nothing I can do to prove to Sony that I am who I am for them to go, okay, yeah, you're right. We'll give you your account back. And, and it's just, well, it's frustrating. For, from a certain point of view, like I can completely understand why my, why Sony has this security restriction, but if, you're, if your security restrictions are causing problems for people who had their security breached 
because of your lack of security in other areas, then that's a big security problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I would I would argue that what happened to me isn't Sony's fault. No. Like somebody got access to my password. Like it could have been from anything. Now the the password that I had on my on a my PlayStation account was a password I used on a lot of different things. Now I have since gone and changed that on basically everything I used it for. Um, but you know, so they could have they could have access to any other account on any other service I had, and and was like, huh, I'll try it on this one and see if it works. Well, I'm sorry. That sounds like shit. Yeah. Um, let's hope Sony gets more, a little bit more consumer friendly in the PS5 era. Um, I'd like to see more. Doubt it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Because I mean, shit, we're still waiting on Nintendo to just give us a fucking voice app inside of their goddamn system. No, nah, yeah, right. Play on your fucking phone. It's fine. Yeah, they say it's not possible. You can do it with Fortnite. So. Oh, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy, isn't it? Can uh, can we spend just another like minute talking? There's another uh, news story I forgot to bring up. Okay, what is that it? Sony said that the UI on the PlayStation 5 will be a complete overhaul from the UI on PS4. Okay, well, I don't hate... Do you guys... Like, I don't mind the UI on it, actually. It's not that bad. Um, it's slow. I, it is very slow. Yeah, it, it lags for me a lot. Yeah, but it's... it's. I like I like the... My, my favorite thing is making folders and being able to put all your stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, is very, I think very cool. One problem I have with Sony is that their servers and network are just shit. Oh, hell like, yeah. Like, to where if you go into the PlayStation Store, there's, like, a good one out of five times that's just not going to load and you have to, like, restart your console. <laughs> really? That, that hasn't happened to me yet. <laughs> yeah, to the point that you'll go in and it'll just stay at the blue screen. And oh. it's like, well, that's not going to work. Awesome. Uh, another, another thing for me that I don't like is that when the PlayStation boots up, uh, when you get to the main menu, everything isn't loaded yet. So if you try to look at if you try to go to your games library or try to go to your friends or even try to go to the store, you have to wait like a one to two minutes for everything in the background to fully load before you can do it. And I'm like, I would rather just make them make the boot, uh, have them make the boot process like one or two minutes longer. So that way, when the console comes up, I'm not having to wait for everything to load. Well, I would argue that that's what they have rest mode for. I keep mine in rest mode all the time. Yeah. Always so, on rest mode. I, I, would, I would like to, don't get me wrong, but if something happens to your power or if yeah, it gets unplugged, you get the whole screen. It's like, oh, you mm-hmm. know, we better check if you have corrupted data. They yeah. they always make it seem like you took your PS4 and threw it against the wall. Yeah. yeah. It does. No, sir. Just my power. <laughs> they, they were, it always comes with that like uh, little thing where it's like, hey, don't do this again. Like I didn't, I didn't mean to do no, it. I'm it sorry, Mister PlayStation. Please don't <laughs> yeah. yell at me. It's, it's like, it's like, hey, I don't care how it happened. Just yeah. don't do it again. Knock it off. <laughs> uh, anything else before we skedaddle? No, no. I don't have anything else. Other right. than the, uh, EA sucks. Yeah, EA, EA, you are garbage. I wish you would be better at being anything other than garbage. I want to. I want to go to a bathroom stall and put EA sucks, <laughs> and then just S U X. Imagine going. Imagine oh, going Christ. a week after PlayStation just had their really awesome conference and shitting this out. Just it's like, oh my god, that looks so good. Oh, it looked amazing. Yeah. Well, what do you got? Uh huh. 
Here you go. I kind of wish. Oh, I kind of wish EA. I kind of wish EA would have went first, so that way the Sony thing would have seems even even better. <laughs> There's a. I I saw some people now. I understand why EA delayed their thing. It was for the whole, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh-huh. But I saw some people being like, "You you delayed your thing, and then, then yeah. this is what you give us." Yep. This is like. Stephen Curry, Sony was like Stephen Curry shooting a three and just fucking nailing it. And this was like Shaq shooting a three and just like airballing it. <laughs> oh god, the ball got stuck. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, show the sizzle reel. Show the show the show the show the man. Show the blue man on the computer screen. Show him, show him, show him. Like uh uh, when she, when Shaq does a three, the announcer are like, "What a beautiful arc pass to another player!" Yeah. Uh, that wasn't a pass. I tried yep. to make it. Yep. <laughs> All right, boys. I think they'll do it then. Yeah. All right. We will talk later then. Yep. yep. Bye, See guys. You. See you.